create. We can only copy, he said. He wanted Tom Sawyer to be the boy who carried on the nation's soul. In 1850, America was San Francisco. Robert Graysmith, San Francisco, California, November 2011. An arsonist was loose in 1850 San Francisco. Whirlwinds of hot air spiraled around Tom Sawyer and the volunteer firefighters, then united to create a huge vortex. The giant ring rose above them, and directly overhead, the invisible ring of superheated air slowly began to turn clockwise. Gradually, it took on the hue of the fire and became a golden ring. It spun faster until it created an updraft rising miles into the stratosphere. The center of the ring, hotter still, ate up all the oxygen to create a counterclockwise downdraft of sparks and lethal gases that was forced onto Sawyer and a ragtag group of boys, some as young as eight. As the inner ring rotated, it became a dark circle of smoke. At the fire's center, a hailstorm of burning embers flurried clockwise on the superheated wind. Burning coals rained down on the men. Sparks rose in the shifting gale. Highly disciplined soldiers and sailors, covered with soot, hauled kegs of black powder to buildings standing in the fire's path. Blasts more awful than the blaze shook the city, and rose above the fire's monotonous roar. Terrified animals fled along the streets before the explosions. Houses leaped skyward. Sawyer held a moistened finger aloft. The wind is altering its course, he called to the volunteers. Yes, the gale's moving northward. We might be spared yet. The main district might not be lost entirely. The next hour will tell. But he knew the battle was hopeless. Undeterred, the volunteers went on pulling down houses in the path of the fire to stay it. Tornadoes of flames and smoke columns walked alongside the haggard men, running clockwise and counterclockwise, creating additional whirlwinds that carried sparks miles away to start new fires. In the choking smoke, the volunteers' breathing came in gasps as they rushed blindly, searching for safety. Washington, Bush, and Sansom Streets were thundering furnaces. The lightkeeper, as some had named the firebug, because he always struck when the lightkeeper's wind was rushing away from the encampment of ex-convicts on the slopes of Telegraph Hill, would burn San Francisco to the ground six times in eighteen months. The most disastrous and costly series of fires ever experienced by any major American metropolis. As Sawyer fought the flames, he wondered what the lightkeeper's motive was. Surely he must have one, if only to watch their hopeless battle against black fire, the most dangerous kind, produced when a heavy mix of fire gases under great pressure accumulate within a fire-involved structure and erupt at high velocity into boiling mushrooms of superheated black smoke 
and rapidly advance toward a hot, rich flashover. Firemen say it's all the bad things come together at once. The city's boundless hills, sand mountains and valleys, its high, narrow streets, filled with confusing echoes that carried for miles, made any fire impossible to find. During the volunteers' urgent missions in the twisting ravines, they dare not become lost. Thus, when darkness fell, Sawyer led his ragtag corps of torch boys ahead of their hand-drawn engines to light the way over the hazardously pitted, unlit, and fog-bound roadways. They carried fire to the fire, a very poetic occupation. Sawyer studied the pumping and chopping firefighters of the company called Broderick Water.